Good day and welcome to the Better Medesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, with Chris Rickey and Demetrius Snare. Uh, it's always an honor to share the space with you all. Man, it's good to be here. Yeah, it's love doing the show, love seeing you guys every week. It's good times. It is, it is. Uh, I recently had an interaction uh, with a gentleman at a T-Mobile, and he was a person who moved from Danville. He said he was the same age as Joe Biden, and he definitely recognizes the slow pace of our city compared to Danville. And he, he had a joke. He said that when his friends ask, how is it in Modesto? He says that it takes 90 minutes to watch an episode of 60 Minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, I was like, wow. and then it didn't stop there. And then he they would ask him, you know, how how are how are the hills out there? And he's like, Well, if my dog were to run away, I would probably be watching it for two days. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, and just for our listeners, if you're wondering uh, what, what I said, I was like, hey, you know, those are funny jokes. And I get them, especially being a local. But I told him I'm pretty biased because I'm, I'm a host for the Better Modesto show. So, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of good things that are going on in our city. So I obviously could share. A yeah, bring it, haters. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I just thought those are those are hilarious. I was like, oh, I get I get where they're coming from. Yeah, you know, my commute <laughs> downtown is five minutes. Try that in Danville. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't think would I don't think those jokes were really good, like jokes because of age. Because if you ask my wife, it takes me like three days to watch a 60 minute show because I sleep. I fall asleep so many times, man. And I'm, I mean, I say only 48 because I feel young, but I'm 48 and I still, I mean, I'm, I am a napper. Like I love a good nap. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's an old person thing or if it's just some people like to take their time, you know, I don't know. my wife calls it movie narcolepsy. Like she can't stay awake in a movie. So she just, Falls asleep during movies. Hey, same, same. I, I, it, it's funny because uh, my dad, when we go to Brendan theaters, I just know I'm buying him a two-hour ticket to go to sleep on a on a reclining chair. So I, I definitely understand that. Yeah, sounds, sounds good to me. I do. My family hates it because they're always like, oh, daddy's napping inside the movie again. I'm like, I try to find, the, you know, like I think fight scenes and car chase scenes are just worthless. So once those start, I'm like, OK, this is usually a good three minutes. Let me get a quick nap in. And if I get a good three minutes, I can stay up for a long time after that, man. I, I've, I've, I've perfected the art of like power naps. At least I say. And my wife will say, dude, you just go to sleep at eight. Like I <laughs> app but i'm on the couch from like eight to ten and then i go to bed and fall asleep until like 5 a.m she's like yeah you went to bed at eight you just don't call it going to bed because you were on the couch so yeah i don't know <laughs> that's so great I, i'm hey i i hope that my sleep hygiene would be as good as yours Demetrius. so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so chris um i i wanted to give you some space here to to share 
updates for our listeners on you know what's going on in the in the city yeah there's a ton of stuff going on um vacant building ordinance that we're updating to include commercial buildings um, and that went to the safety and communities committee in the city of modesto this last week and it passed what that means is that it's going to now move on to council so it'll either go to the council agenda on either june 27th or july 11th and we'll get it through um i'm confident we're going to get it through um so i'm really excited about that that's one of those situations that's really going to make the city a lot better um we're also uh working on the issue with the green bins um one of the things that the city when the state required us to do the three bin system the city tried to save people money by um having the green bins picked up every other week well there's a lot of people with a lot of vegetation who are really, really upset about that. And um, they wanted the green bins picked up every week. And that's kind of, we've gotten so many complaints. I mean, like I've gotten hundreds of complaints, almost as many complaints as I've gotten about forestry, which is quite a few complaints. That's a lot. Um, and so we're going to write that ship also um, on June 27th. For sure, that one on June 27th, we're going to be fixing that so that we'll get the green cans picked up every week now i don't know exactly when it starts but i think it'll start in the next couple months after we vote on it so that's exciting um yeah so we're just we're just pushing you know and the i think the only other thing that we're really working on you know i mean we're working on lots of stuff but stuff that's like right on the edge of happening um working on fixing Grisada park um there's just a lot of areas that are unfortunately being kind of used as homeless shelters in Crusader park and and uh we need to get move people from using the park as a shelter to using the shelters as shelters right yeah um, and so part of that was the voting in of the um homeless day shelter at salvation army which is going to be amazing people can come in there it's got like it's air conditioned if they want they can sit outside at tables they can there's lots of programs they can get into. They can wash their clothes. They can take showers. I mean, it's just a really a better spot for them than just, you know, sitting at the park. So we're trying to to safeguard those areas and provide a better option of places for people to go and get their needs taken care of. Oh, plug, plug in their cell phones, you know. Yeah. So just anyway, I'm excited about that also, but it's like, it's just slow moving. So yeah, those are some of the things we're working on right now at council and, feel good about the progress you're making yeah i'm excited to hear that uh especially i know you all are working so much on so many different projects it, it's fun for myself and i know for for our listeners to be able to kind of get an inside scoop of what is it that is almost on the other side like actually in action because obviously we hear about the red tape and all these things i know that's common lingo that our listeners know about because things do take time but it's exciting to see, like, this is about to happen. This is, like, right on the edge of right. uh, becoming yeah. a thing. So no, it, and it it's does fun. take so much time for this stuff to happen. It's crazy. So. It does. And, and I, I think one thing about the, you know, the, the addition for those basic anemones for uh, the people who are, who are without a home, it's just because you're not supposed to be at the park. It's here's a better alternative that provides you um, – a shower, electricity, and things of that of that nature. You yeah. know, especially yeah. as the summer that's coming up, uh, and it 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 gets hot here, in Modesto, as, as a lot of people know. 
And so for them to have a space like that, it's, it's really, that's a really great idea. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. I've actually, I actually got to tour the facility and what it's going to look like. And it's going to be neat. That's so great. Yeah. So great. And I know that there's a lot of things uh, on the edge or still in the works, Chris, but one thing that are, that is going to take up a lot of our time today is we're going to kind of go over some of the 100 ideas that you had today. So that, that's we have an exciting episode talking about 100 ideas to make Modesto better now, actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what, you, that's what you ran on for City Council District 3. That was one of your, that was one of your platforms. And so uh, we're going to go over not all 100, but we're going to be able to touch base on where these ideas sit, uh, what would be a plan to attack them, for the future of, of your time here as, as a as a city council person. And I'm excited. I'm excited to go over this list. I haven't gone to it super thoroughly, but I'm excited to see what jumps out and uh, yeah, what you're excited about for this new upcoming year. Yeah, I mean, what I'm excited about exploring is just kind of like what worked, what kind of didn't work, um, and, uh, and like how different kind of the ideas are now from where they were, you know, three years ago when we started this. Yeah, yeah. And so... Stay tuned. You will catch that after the break. You've been listening to The Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, with co-host Chris Ricky, Demetrius Snare. Catch you after the break. This is The Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, co-host Chris Ricky and Demetrius Snare. And welcome back, everyone. And remember, you can listen to us wherever you you follow your favorite podcast, or you listen to your favorite podcast. We're there. Uh, give us give us a like, rate, give us some stars, and tell a friend as well. That's such a, a great way to share the news, um, not only for yourself about what's going on better Modesto, but also to your neighbors and your friends. Welcome back, uh, Chris. You have a hundred ideas. I know you have more than a hundred ideas. I think. I feel like every time we have an episode, you think of a new idea. <laughs> yeah. um, so this was a big part uh, for yourself as a platform running for City Council District 3. Um, you talked about wanting to make Modesto safer and that the, your campaign, that these 100 ideas are something that are something to build on and also something to inspire the community. And so I wanted to just check in, like how you listed 100 ideas, uh, what it was, what is one of your most passionate ones? I mean, (laughs) I mean, there, there are, we've done so many and like we've, and, and also we have not done many, right? Like I was looking at the list right now, you know, and I was looking at like the, and I went back to the original list, right? Cause like going back to the new list, so I tried to update then with a list, you know, of the stuff if stuff isn't working or whatever, get rid of it. Yeah, I was looking at it and like my first idea was a pop-up dog park where you put a dog park, you like roll out some astroturf and put a dog park downtown or something. Wow. And uh and that would have been really fun, right? But the problem with that, which I didn't realize, is that it requires like a very well staffed parks department. And Modesto's not well staffed 
anywhere really so like i didn't realize that okay so like the city's not going to be able to do this Mm. um it's a great idea but like we just don't have the manpower or the wherewithal to do something like that we just don't have the staff yeah Um, so it's probably not going to happen i'm still leaving it up because i'm kind of i still love the idea but it's just not it's not something the government here can do like i bet other cities can do it but we just can't you know um but then i go to the next idea and that was like working on the turf improvement program right and so the turf improvement program is something i was really excited about um replacing your you know your grass that's driving up your water bill with with uh either astroturf or a non-water solution like you know like plants that don't use a lot of water or rocks or gravel or whatever you want to do whatever whatever design is something that excites you and you get three thousand dollars back from the city for materials it's a really good thing we were able to take that from the first year the city spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars helping people improve their um improve their yards to the next year it was half a million um to this last year we're we're forecasting we're going to spend up to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on it um and all this money is like it's money that's banked from the water fund that's required to be spent on this by the state right so because we want to encourage people to use less water so when we have a drought yeah we're not in a drought right now but when we're in a drought like all those outdoor watering all the outdoor water is just gone right so the more that we can prepare for that and the less water we can use the better off we are and i'm very proud of how the city once they saw that people were willing to do this they got in line and they started running with it and now we're we're saving millions of gallons of water as a result of the success of this program wow what an amazing success story yeah super awesome yeah um we also um we did a lot of work with graffiti i mean my vision of the graffiti idea was to bring back graffiti like it used to be, you know, in 1994. Kind of the same issue. I don't know. Demetrius, did you go to graffiti this year? Uh, we did. We went to it. Um, we went to the daytime car show on, um, I think it was the first night of it. The Friday um, night one? Yeah. Yeah. We went, to, we went Friday during the day and then uh, we hung out, checked out the cars and everything. We actually took some pictures um, for, uh, for like, a, I don't know, there's going to be some type of poster or something my wife and I might be a part of, but nice. I thought it was, nice. I thought it was cool actually. Um, obviously the car show was nice. Um, the restaurants being open out there. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, Gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to forget his name. A uh, new council member that we interviewed. Uh, Eric Alvarez? Eric Alvarez. No, not Eric. Um, uh, the black Nick guy. Bavaro? Oh, Jeremiah Williams. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad with names. I was like, I talked <laughs> for a while. I, I'm the worst with names, man. I could, I remember a face for years, but names, I'm the worst. Um, yeah, so I talked to Jeremiah for a while. Um, there was a, like a little band up on the stage. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought I thought the event was nice. I thought it was nice. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where I landed with it, right? Like mm-hmm. what we got, it's pretty cool and people like it and they're having a good time. And like I got to I was in the parade this year. It was my second time, but like I was blown away by how 
many people were on the street and how just like the vibe was like super positive and it was like family and so yep. kind of all the things you want in an event. Yep. You know? I saw a lot of families there. It just, it was, I thought they did a good job of presenting it. Um, yeah. Good family friendly event. And, and, you know, um, Jeremiah talked about the, uh, is it the Moban that happens at, um, that happened the next night. So we were there maybe Thursday, and then that was happening on a Friday. It's the opposite. The Moban was on Thursday, and the the car parade was on a Friday. Uh, okay, I probably just saw that. Yeah, but I remember my wife and I um, used to go to Moban a little bit more, and we want to start getting back out there because that was a very awesome event. Like, I mean, so, yeah, you're right, man. There's, there's just so many awesome events in Modesto that I think – people should take especially family should take more advantage of it's a good 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 night out you know yeah so it's super cool and so like i, I guess where i'm at with it now is like you know what we got's working it's growing people seem to really like it like maybe i don't need to like upset the apple cart on this like what we got is good and you know sounds great but i think but i think your idea to bring it to you know closer to like 1994 is good as well because I mean, I just, so I had a friend back in that, you know, in 94, I was a year out of high school. Ulysses, of course, wasn't born yet. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> wait, were you, were you Ulysses? 96. Yeah, so I was right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> so I'm a year out of high school. I have a friend who has a nice blazer. Um, remember the old school blazers? It was like a 92, 93 blazer. Oh, yeah. Those were sweet. Yep. It was clean, right? He had his he had parents that could help him out. And so it was nice. And then I had a friend whose dad worked at DVI, the the, the prison in Tracy. He bought a um, an Impala for like 200 bucks. That Impala was at DVI for like five years, like from like the age of like 15 to like 20 or something like that. He would always tell us, man, my Impala did this today. And it, it became a point of like, dude, we don't even believe you anymore. You know, <laughs> the prisoners, the prisoners would work on that Impala like here and there. Right. Well, turns out that Impala came out right around 94, 95 ish. And we would come out to Modesto, the cruise. That was when Manteca had a cruise. And man, I mean, I just, I have fond memories of like, making that turn, coming back around, making that turn, coming. And, you know, at 17, 18 years old, you're trying to look at girls and all that and everything. I mean, but it was a great time. So I do, I, like, I want I want a good mixture of both, like what you're saying, as well as, like, the family-friendly, um, more street fair type of thing. You know, that's cool, too, so. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not. I think it's definitely a possibility. I'm just... You got to find like there's a limited amount of time to get this stuff done too, right? So, you know, <laughs> it's just challenging. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure our listeners have have a lot of good memories from that time as well. I I missed the obviously I wasn't born yet, so like I didn't I didn't catch that. Uh, <laughs> yet yet part of me longs to see like what what did that even look like, and. Why do we even have museums about it? You know, like there's something a part of me is like, oh yeah, we had this, George Lucas, of course, but there's something cultural. There's a cultural piece. There's that part of you going out and socializing and getting to know uh, different people out there. The Dimitri's kind of talking about like that social aspect, like, hey, I'm part of the city. I'm, 
I'm showing off. I'm, I'm going, I mean, for me, I'm like, wow, it sounds like you're in a merry-go-round, but on my Kenry. <laughs> but that, that sounds great. I, I'd love to see like a, just a rendition of it, even if it was like, hey, like if it was like, you know, like those revolutionary uh, war renditions that they have sometimes, it's like, oh, this is how they used to do it in graffiti times back in the day. <laughs> you mean like a civil yeah. war reenactment? Yeah, yeah, civil war, revolution war, whichever <laughs> one you want. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, I I wonder as as you're talking about Chris, uh, what what are as you're talking about these ideas? Maybe short share a little bit before we go to our break. Like, what is a similar idea that you've seen like implemented? successfully in another city that kind of gives you this motivation like we can make and try something else that's different here yeah i mean there's so many like so many cities are doing such great things like if you look at safe camping for example our city you know team strongly believes that safe camping is dangerous and causes problems Whereas in Denver, Colorado, they're doing safe camping and it has been a massive success. And so mm. you've got these like dramatically different perspectives um, on the same issue that different cities are doing different things. Uh, one of my ideas was like a tiny house community. We've got our city hasn't been able to put it together, but you could go. There's a dozen cities in California that have done it successfully. Right. So you could, there's a lot of reasons why this stuff is happening or not happening, right? But um, the sky's the limit on most of these ideas. Yeah, no, I, I, I really do think that it was until that I saw this list that I started to believe, wow, our city really could have some of these things. Like public bathrooms that I see in SF or a really fancy dog park. Like these are things that when I go to other cities, I'm like, oh, that's a nice park yet for our citizens to think like, wow, we actually can have these things. They're not just for Bay Area areas or for Sacramento or for Denver. Like these are things that will benefit disadvantaged people. Uh, this will also help like the economy. I know you've talked about businesses and you've even talked about like having like businesses along the river. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I was like, wow, like I'm like, that'd be such a, you know, what a what an idea and a thought like i would have never thought i just see um the river down there i know there's a beaver down there somewhere and that's it like that's i'm not thinking through like oh these it could be a a walkway or this you could put a store here and people can go and you know buy ice cream or something along that, those lines so yeah um but anyway I, i'm gonna take us to our break and uh, when we come back uh, i'd love to hear uh, how you navigate um overcoming kind of these obstacles of resources, Chris, and uh, how you kind of foresee to continue persevering through. So you've been listening to the Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app with your host, Ulysses Vasquez, Chris Ricky, and Demetrius Snare. I'll catch you after the break. Hello, this is the Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Myself, Mrs. Vasquez, and Chris Ricky, Mr. Snare, your host. Hoping you're doing something really fun today. I hope you're trying out a new restaurant, 
you're reenacting the graffiti in a, in a legal, safe way. And uh, I hope you're enjoying a park out there, if it's Graciera, if it's Mancini. I, I really do hope you're getting out there and trying and enjoying our city. Chris uh, and Demetrius, we're, we're talking about these 100 ideas that, that you were running on, Chris, during your campaign. And you've alluded to this before. You were talking about how there's so many things we can do, but you've realized that things take take a little bit more time when it comes to city governments. And our city has limited resources. Uh, we wish we had more workers and and more money to go around. So how have you like prioritized and implemented some of your ideas considering the limited resources and budget? Yeah, I and mean, I think the the way that I've looked at it is okay, we uh, we can't do everything, but we can do a lot, right? So I look at it more like uh, what we can do. And so I look at my ideas and ideas that I get from other people in the community, because if you look at a lot of the things that we've done, you know, that I feel very proud of, like the chat program, the ranger program, you know, changing the hours at Enslin, safe parking, like these were not, ideas in my original 100 ideas but these came about as me as things that i reacted to from residents you know problems that they were suffering from right um yeah and so those those kind of end up we've been able to push those through pretty fast right um which is absolutely amazing um but when it comes to like pulling an idea out of thin air that maybe doesn't have momentum, for example, like when you look at um, like the, the marching band festival that I thought would be great to put in Modesto, right? Like in order to do that, you need coordination with the city and you also need coordination with the marching bands here in Modesto. Cause you need them to do the labor to coordinate the event. Right. Yeah. If either one of those entities does not have isn't like a hundred percent behind it you can't do the idea right mm, and yeah. so like with the marching band festival i've my my son is in a marching band in modesto and so i talked to our marching band i'm like yeah let's do this and the like marching band lady looked at me and she's like i can barely do the work we got now man like no i don't want to bite bite this off too and i get it you know it's like asking demetrius to like manage a whole like state track make by himself right like you can't yeah, do that did it. <laughs> you can't do that every day that's you know fair. what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. I barely got pulled off so <laughs> but i get what you're saying it, it does it, it like you can do so much so many times or i guess i don't know i i don't know if you could do that every year although crazy story modesto held held the state meet for like 15 years in a row sometime in the 80s. So I don't know who was coach. Well, I know who was coaching and it was Jack Albiani and that guy is, uh, he's amazing. So, but go on, Chris, you were. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's true though. Like Mm -hmm. why did, and and you look at why Modesto had the track meet, the state track meet for so long. It was because there were people in the community that were committed to it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and I even think about the, the previous uh, track meet, the, Demetrius, what was the name of it? The one that we had, uh, like, top. talking about the Coca-Cola relays, yeah. Coca-Cola or, relays, where yeah, international talent uh, would come yeah. and run 
at this track that we people walk around and people were jogging around like we had yeah. top tier world-class athletes come and that was hosted over and over again as well so you know there maybe the, like you're saying chris like there is a time and place and it also just takes the right people to put it together yeah yeah and so there's that and then there's like there's some things that i can't explain you know you look at like roller skating you know roller skating in modesto is like a tradition you know since before ulysses was born um i, I am the point of reference here <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm really i'm really thinking about changing the you know instead of like bc ad we could go buv i like it i like it yeah yeah but like there is like a show it's before you listen and after you listen. <laughs> See? It'd be, perfect. It'd be perfect. I like this. I like this. That that is so great. I, I appreciate that. You know, I I'm not against that, Demetrius. I, I wouldn't mind the history of our show revolving around <laughs> as as a as narcissistic as that sounds. Um and, and you know, I, I really think our listeners are are laughing right now but also uh, thinking through yeah there are some things that have changed in our city and there's things that when i was here that is not around anymore and some of it like we missed that but also there's some other great exciting things like chat and things are that are really for people and are helping our police officers be more resourceful and be more efficient out out on the on their calls yeah well just get more out of less people right like that's that's what it's all about you know um yeah. Use our money more effectively for law enforcement, right? And that's if we have people that can deal with like the homeless um, and their challenges that are trained to do that, then our police officers can handle like significant crimes instead. And that's really what I think most of us want to see, right? Yeah. Yeah. And but then also, like, I wanted to go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say a quick shout out to our, our local marching band. Uh, for those who don't know, our March, our Stanislaus County. Marching band from SC schools is going to represent uh, our district at the state at the not state capital at Washington D.C. for the Fourth of July parade. Isn't so, that amazing? Our marching yeah. band in our city is representing us at Washington D.C. for our national parade. That is amazing. Pretty dope. Pretty yes. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out being done for that. I know they're practicing really hard uh during the week so yeah uh, my son is one of the ones that's lucky enough to go to my to brother as well nice yeah. wow. i wonder if they're like buddies i wonder does it what does he play Chris? he plays a clarinet okay my brother is a saxophone player so oh he plays sax too so maybe yeah. like they, well, they're like that's the same section so maybe maybe yeah ask him if he knows connor ricky i'm gonna ask i'm gonna yeah. ask yeah no wait, uh, is that are that is that the same? Is it wind? There's wind and there's um there's wood, right? Would clarinet be a wood instrument because it's, it's yeah, it's called a woodwind, I think woodwind, and then you got your horns, brass, yeah. brass, and the brass is the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's, that's just I'm I'm missing a uh, a uh, Mr. Hart, who's the conductor, assistant manager for the Mo Band, who was on with us a couple of weeks ago and. They love their music over there. <laughs> the Mo Band. 
I can't wait to get that show on the air. We gotta get that thing going. It's, at least before Moban is over, like, we should <laughs> get it would, on the air. <laughs> that would be ideal. That would be ideal. <laughs> that would definitely. I want to give a shout out to our um, to Vanessa City School Board though, because they um, they ended up budgeting some money so that pretty much every kid can go to Washington DC that was in a band in the district. And that just, just like so important in terms of like equity and stuff. Like they like, I don't know. I think my understanding is they like doubled the participation by kids by just by throwing some money in there. And I think that's just, that's an ideal situation. No. Yeah. I, you know, I appreciate you mentioning that and I think that just shows the, the like new opportunities that are that are in the future. I think for equity in our districts in our city. Our my brother was uh, in the because he was in the it was like the first come first serve was the main people who were going to go to the trip. Everyone else was going to be part of a lottery to be selected to go to see who was going to go to Washington D.C. And so you know we're praying. You know, hey, hey, you know, hopefully bro, you can go in. And then to hear that the district covered everyone's tab and that, that everyone could go and they were willing to work out, you know, the schedules and how to buy more plane tickets. So all of that coordinating to make sure that every kid could go instead of doing a lottery, it just felt so right. And just very proud. So yeah, shout out definitely to Modesto Schools for doing that and providing that access to all the students. So yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah it's, it's great. Um, so, Chris, uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about maybe what what have you found to be uh, really enlightening for anyone who's in city council when it comes to collaborating with government and community organizations to get some of these projects going. So we'll talk about that after the break. You've been listening to The Better Minister Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeart Radio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, Chris Ricky, Demetrius Snare, and we will catch you after the break. Welcome back to the Better Bedesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, with our co-host, Chris Ricky and Demetrius Snare. Uh, we are thankful that you can, you're joining us and listening in. Again, share with your friends, uh, our episode, just to get other people to know about the things that are happening in our city and the people who are making our city better. Demetrius, you you had a question for Chris? Yeah, so I'm thinking about, um, you know, you have all these ideas of things that you want to get done. How do those things get done? How, how, how do, how's the process work? Like, why are some things prioritized over others? And if I'm just a regular citizen who wants to kind of nudge some of the council members or get some of my ideas across, how do I get that across? How do I get my ideas kind of on your list of 100 things? It's actually shockingly easy, right? Like the th- if you look at the things that happen, um, the things that have already happened that we've passed have happened because of momentum in the community. Like when we, we've talked about Rangers, we've talked about the chat program, we've talked about um uh, about you know uh changing the hours of Grisada Park and safe parking and all these things, right? Those things happen because the community was motivated on those particular issues. Right. Um 
but if we have a group of people that are motivated, like for example, um, the plea for peace center is a local center in Modesto and they just, they just really believe in trying to help. We've interviewed them here on the show, some of the members, but they really just are passionate about developing Modesto and making it a better place. And one of the things they were very interested in was creating a civilian police review board and an independent auditor. That's something they wanted to do. And so they got together as a group, they started working on it, and then they invited all the elected officials to a symposium, and they they ran through that. And then when there was an incident in the community that sh- that shined light on that issue, they they just had it out there already in the community, and it kind of came together, right? Um, and now they're working on homeless issues, and they want to try to help make camping happen, and they want to try to help, you know, more, um, you know, get more sh- more like affordable housing in our community and so that's something they're working on and so a lot of getting your ideas done is being able to successfully organize a group of people that have a goal and and that will talk about it and then we'll communicate consistently over the course of say a year or two consistently pushing that message at government and if you've got a good group of people and you've got an important issue that really is that matters to the community, you know, these things will happen. Ulysses was talking about the, uh, the like river walk idea that I had, right? Like I'm not the only one that had that idea. Like Tony Madrigal, who used to represent district two, it was something he really wanted to do too. Right. You hear Riverbank is creating a river walk too. Like it's a very, it's an obvious kind of good idea. Right. And a lot of us have that idea. We think it would be a wonderful thing, but there's no organized group of people trying to move that idea forward. And so it hasn't happened, you know? Yeah. And when, yeah. when you look at some of the other stuff, whether it be like the roller skating or the LGBT, LGBTQ crosswalk, you know, these are ideas that lots of people support, but there's no organized group pushing these ideas forward. And so they're, Although there's something that I think a lot of people want, they're just not happening. Mm, Yeah. And what I really hear is that, and I appreciate how you you phrased it. If you do have a special group of people, of people who are committed, who are willing to take some time to advocate, to make connections and to bring it to the attention of their city council or their elected representative, if you have a small group, even if a small group, if they're organizing and they're putting things on and putting it to the forefront of the public, and sometimes you just got to catch the right time and you can really make something happen. So, uh, that, I mean, that, that's incredible. I think if you do have that, that group of people, you can really create that kind of momentum. Well, I think that's kind of like what we talked about, like with this group that I was in, you know, 10 years ago called Commonwealth Yeah. that I've been talking to you guys about. Um that's essentially what it was. It was groups of six people or whatever that had goals that they wanted to make happen in the community and exploring how to, how to do that. And, um, and once you have those skills, it's a lot easier, you know, to to walk through the community and do the, make it change things, you know? Yeah, that's, that's so true. And Chris, I I just had a, I'm curious. So, what message do you have for the residents of Modesto regarding your commitment to continue to turn these ideas into reality? Well, I, I mean, what I'd ask the people of Modesto is like, hey, 
these i want more feedback right like yeah are the am i on the right track modesto right like am i missing ideas modesto yeah right um i've got things that i've researched that i think are good and like a lot of times i use my social media to vet the ideas right so if like i put an idea out there like the rolling bicycle bar is something that i was working on for a long time still am um gets great public response it's a good idea but like i haven't been able to turn the whole council on it yet right so like Mm -hmm. i just haven't been able to push it through you know the it's it's so close but i just don't i need to get a i need to get a little more focused on it and i can bring it home right yeah but there's other ideas i had that i put out on social media and like people are like no bad idea and you're like you know what Ah. that's like it's good to know let's just take that one off the list and move on there's plenty of other ideas out there that i can work on i don't need to make people angry I got better yeah. stuff to do than make people angry, right? So if people don't like something, it's like, okay, let's just go in a different direction. You know? There's enough stuff that make people angry already. We don't need to add. Uh, to yeah, those. that shouldn't be my job to make people angry. So. And I really appreciate, you know, social media can be used for so many different purposes, but for you at a, as a representative uh, of your constituents, you are allowing it to be a way to help you with your decision-making process and like, you're able to choose and try to select and kind of vet, you know, what's going to work and what's not in the long term and in the short term. So I, that's that's really great. That's a really great way of using a resource. Um, and I, I really hope they, that us as better, but Esther can also be a, a space where we can throw out some ideas and see what people think as well. Yeah, I mean, better, but Esther, it would be great if we had that kind of, you know, back and forth with people. It's, it's harder because, like, yes. we're only an hour long. And yes. as of right now, we aren't taking calls. I'm sure we could do that at some point. But Definitely. it's like right now, like our communication through Better Modesto is kind of one way, which is, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's very, you know, it's very, um, what are we calling it? It's very BU. It's very, before you listen. Oh, it's very, it's very, very BU. Um, very, very BU. Very BU. Definitely BU. <laughs> <laughs> we're just kind of talking at people and just hoping they're listening you know so I, I would love yeah. to improve that yeah definitely well i i do want to share with our listeners that you can always get in contact with us and we've had uh, people email us before at better Bedesto show at gmail.com better Bedesto show at gmail.com is one way you can email us and uh share your concerns or talk about some topic that you want to talk about or say, you know, I think that bike rolling bar is an amazing idea. And I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to be right behind you, Chris. On it. <laughs> <laughs> we get that kind of momentum. And that's something that you're really passionate about or something else that you brought up. I, I think that's, that's a great space to, we can definitely connect you to, to Chris that way. Oh yeah. So uh, as we're kind of closing up, uh, Chris, what what is the thing that you're most excited about when it comes to you're looking at one of these ideas that you've that you're like, hey, this is the one that I'd really get excited is exciting me for the next like year or two years. Wow, that's like that's a heck of a question. Um, As we're closing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, probably the yeah, definitely. It's like the Modesto Media Channel. One of the things that I've been really 
frustrated about in our community is that it's really hard to get news. It's very difficult for people to know what's going on in our city. The local news options stink in this city. We don't like, like people don't know what happened to council every week. People don't know, like, you know, the areas that are experiencing more crime or you should be like aware that cars are being stolen in this neighborhood right now or whatever. Like there's just no place that tells you Mm -hmm. that you've got these kind of clowns who have these incident feeds that like are talking smack and like not accurate news all the time. You've got, you know, um, you've got just random people on social media saying things. You got the Vanessa mm-hmm. B that's writing two or three articles a week, like not really local stuff. It's just not really telling the whole story. You got yeah. a few volunteer blogs here and there that are okay, but you don't have something that's given good information every week. Like, where do I find out that the Griseta pool is open, you know, from yeah. one to four every day for kids under 12? You can swim for two bucks. Like, wow, that's a great resource. Yeah. yeah like, where, where do we hear about that? Nowhere. We, yeah. there's nowhere to find that information. If you go, if you, if you're going to go look for it, you can try to search it on the internet or something, but like, yeah, it's frustrating. So like, I'm, I'm really, we're in process to kind of making this media center happen, which ideally if it works is going to be like a 15 minute newscast or 30 minute newscast every night that'll be on cable, but it'll be chopped up. So it'll be TikTokable. It'll be on mm. YouTube Shorts. It'll have the whole thing on YouTube. They'll broadcast it on Facebook. It'll be on Instagram. And if that can happen, like all of a sudden, people are going to start seeing their whole city for what it is, and not just this kind of like conglomeration of what everybody else is ta- saying about us. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that taking ownership of of our city and being able to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to hear. Uh, what's going on in it so i appreciate the show thanks for uh talking about all these different uh ideas and it's so exciting to also hear how some of them are have already become reality so thank you chris for being a part of that and moving that forward and if you have any other questions hit us up on instagram uh, or email us at the better modesto show at gmail.com better modesto show at gmail.com we'll catch you next week You've been listening to The Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Luis Vasquez, Chris Rickey, and Dimitri Snare. See you next week.